Lizzie, fashion blogger of the style blog Loved by Lizzie. Thanks for joining us on the podcast edition of Fashion Fix Live. In this episode, I'm joined by Sam from Samantha Style Editor, Janine from Own Your Own Style UK, and Zahn from All Things Zahn. Coming up on this edition of Fashion Fix Live, we'll be chatting through about heading out to the shops from April the 12th, our highs and lows of online shopping and sharing some tips. We're also going to be chatting through, and we had a lot of fun on this, where we chat through about getting out, dating again after the lull of lockdown, what to wear and our tips and tricks to um, make sure that you make the most of your very first date. The chat is live via Instagram, so please take that into account for this audio, so it may not be 100% clear in some places, but feel free to watch again on my IGTV channel, which is at Loved by Lizzie. Thanks for listening. As we were chatting, Sam, um, we were saying this is a new feature, and I think it's lovely that more than one person can now join in on the chat. I think us ladies need that, especially right now. So first on the agenda, and I'm going to come to you first, Dan, is April the 12th. Are we all excited? Very much so. Very much so. I'm so looking forward to returning to my favourite boutiques and being able to browse. I have to say, um, a lot of my online shopping has gone to the smaller boutiques because um, I've been determined to support them. But um, And also to pre-loved. It's the very first time I've ever shopped pre-loved online because I've been so used to going into the secondhand shops and you do a browse and then you get that that hit of excitement when you find something. So that I'm very much looking forward to doing as well. But um I think it's that knowledge that you, you, I've now gotten to know a lot of the people behind the brands and that own the boutiques. So I'm so looking forward to being able to see them because yeah, it's that connection that I've, that I've missed. Um, I have to say I have reduced my shopping on the big high street stores considerably over the last lockdown. Um, just because the, the quality is not as good, I hate this knowledge that if I'm buying one size, I may need to buy three of the same things in three different sizes. So that trust element isn't there, um, I find, with online shopping. Whereas I do have that with the smaller boutiques. But I'm most importantly, I'm looking forward to being able to go in, see all the stock that they have in online. Um, in store and browse, feel the fabrics, hopefully try them on, we'll be allowed in, in the- Well, that's um, a bit of a mixed place. bag and actually that'd be quite interesting, especially like mm. for um, Janine and Sam, because you're going to be taking client shopping, no doubt, quite quickly soon after. I found brands really frustrating. Um, you had some doing some really good stuff like phase eight they had one room open and they did yeah. alternate days to get around all the covid rules but then you had the bigger stores that had so many more staff yet didn't open their changing rooms so mm-hmm. janine how yeah. do you how do you handle that side what when we go for when we go forward you mean yeah, yeah i mean it was impossible before it really was it's not the experience i want to want people to have either it's really really difficult um so you know from my point of view, everything turned to kind of 
online styling um, and not taking people out. So I'm really looking forward to it opening back up and being able to take people out and about again, because it's only when you try things on in the kind of scenario with a stylist that you can really see whether they're working for you yeah. or not, especially when you're going through that whole sort of bigger transformation process. Yeah. So yeah, I literally cannot wait. I am so missing the touchy feely side of it. Yeah, um, really, you know, more than I probably anticipated that I would. So, um, yeah, to get back out there with people and, and you know, get in the shops and get that inspiration and see things. I'm just really yeah. excited for it. I feel like I've spent my whole life being in between sizes. Yeah. So I still have to buy at least two and for yeah. some places three. And, that, and financially, that can be really challenging when balancing credit cards and that. I mean, Sam, you've launched your business this year. I think you launched in COVID. So I'm not sure if you've had the chance to take clients out yet. So how... How do you think you're going to be sort of heading out from the 12? I can't wait. I think <laughs> it's going to depend very much on the individual because some people obviously are more comfortable doing that kind of stuff at the moment than other people are. Um, but one thing I think, is, which is why it's nice, like Zara was saying about the smaller boutiques, is changing rooms because I don't know about you, but there are certain stores I go into and if I'm feeling bad, I'm like leaving any shred of self-confidence yeah. in that changing room because it, the lighting's terrible. Yeah. I don't know why they would set them up in this way. Yeah. Surely they want to feel good in their clothes, not really bad. Yeah. So I'm very much looking forward to going into that, the stores where I know they make people feel really great about themselves because essentially at the end of the day, that's what it's about, right? It, oh, yeah, it's definitely about being good. Nice. I don't understand. I miss a little bit. I've wrote about this once before in my, in, in my blog and that. I miss the days of um, communal changing rooms because as girls, we like to get dressed together, don't we? Yeah. Oh, that was yeah. a song. Someone sales, puts though. a dress on, you'd all be chatting you away. You've got all that. that looks nice. <laughs> but what, they, the what they've done now is they've put more... Um, rooms in haven't they so now actually when you get into a change room you can't even move especially yeah, if it's yeah. towards the end of the day and you've got a bit of shop and quite a quite a lot of shopping bags there's nowhere to put anything and I think we all typically go shopping with at least one girlfriend and that so it'd be nice to see that they actually improve kind of the changing room experience and I think with what we've all gone through and with wanting to get people out from online shopping back mm -hmm. onto the high street i think changing rooms and that environment that kind of experience is where some brands could lead i mean janine is there some brands in milton Keynes that you can give a shout out to that you know changing rooms are open for well at the minute no because obviously the shops are completely closed and beforehand there was um there was a couple wasn't there there was like phase eight well yeah had theirs open um, oliver bonas had one of theirs open um, Hobbs did they had one of theirs open but like you said the bigger departmental no. stores didn't and it, it was it was quite sorry really it was the smaller boutiques who had it really nailed and unfortunately yeah. in Milton Keynes although I've got some great ones in Northampton area but you know they weren't they, they, were, they weren't open but the smaller boutiques you know they had their steamers they were allowing you to try things on and that's what you want and you've hit on it there I think people want an experience now when they go shopping yeah anybody can shop kind of online can't they so when we go out I want to feel good when I go in a changing room and try it on I want to have a nice space around me like you said I don't want to be compartmentalized into a little block that can't even practically see what I'm doing and I've got Bad that curtain I'm trying to like will it shut across There's so everybody can't see my mismatching underwear <laughs> 
So um, I suppose that's a bit of advice too, because I know there's some small business owners watching this today, and I suppose mm. that is where you can be a real big difference to the bigger yeah. retailers, is to offer that changing room, all girls together kind of experience. Yeah. Maybe, you know, and because I think we're all missing that. I don't think we're, many, we're missing many the of community. us want to shop alone. Yeah. It's, there's, there's also that fun element. It's that finding this... And, and having a friend say, oh, my God, that looks amazing on you. We've, we've just mm. l lost that element. Um, oh, yeah. So that when we can bring that back in April and going on into June, um, that will be really amazing. Yeah. And I think it's going to remind us of um, just how good a shopping experience can be for, I guess, your mental health and, and feel good um, factor. Because maybe we lost a bit of that before we went into COVID. It was maybe we just go in buy whatever because we took it for uh, took advantage of it you know so yeah that's what I'm looking well, for yeah well I definitely think as soon as is it is it May time when the restaurants open is it May yeah May, isn't it? May, yeah yeah, uh, yeah. I'm, yeah I'm slightly disappointed with that because day by day I actually want brunch dates as well as shopping <laughs> if I'm honest the two oh, combined <laughs> it's gonna all be together. We go for brunch, then we go for shop, then we go for lunch. <laughs> Thank cocktails. <laughs> yes. In fact, we're gonna bring back the whole day shopping. Absolutely. Just to get out of the house. I think people will want that. I do. And I think yeah. people have got lazy not lazy, but we've taken it for granted beforehand and didn't realise, you know, how much things like that, if you love shopping of course, they kind of mean to you. So going yeah. out and, and doing that's gonna feel like an absolute treat to us all again. Yeah. Believe me, Janine, I only shop with people who love to shop. Anyone yeah. who minds doesn't shop with me at all. Okay, my, my husband like goes. A husband who goes. I'll just wait out here for you. Yeah. No, I don't. Oh, I'm lucky. Talk. My husband loves it as well, so <laughs> I do alright there. So, I have to say, well, moving on to online shopping, then the highs and the lows. Um, oh. Sam, I'm going to pick on you here because I know you're a bit of an addict, like me. I before covid i actually hardly shopped online my husband did all the time and raved about it and i didn't because i like going out to shop i had the first lockdown i just had one nightmare after another nightmare and it was more the returns because i'm yeah. in between sizes i always have to order two and then paying for returns again getting my refund back just all became a bit of a nightmare um and now I've started to do the, at least start to do the collections. So I go and collect at a post office and I go and return at a post office. That's made life a bit easier. Um, but still having to be charged for returns, Sam. How do you, how do you feel about that? Yeah, I think obviously with sizing, it's really difficult. It's difficult. It's hard for mass-produced clothes to fit everyone because we're all individual. Two women can be a size 10, 12 and their bodies are completely different and obviously clothes are made and measured on a fit model they're not made and measured on every single type of woman so it's always going to be a bit of a gamble shopping online obviously knowing your measurements is really helpful because then you can look at the measurements online you can look at the reviews and knowing the retailer so i mean we all know zara sizing is shocking dreadful, right yeah. really bad sort it out zara please um the other thing is just to one of the things that i see a lot is women shopping emotionally so we use shopping as an emotional plaster so we're having a bad day and it's really easy to have a bad day and think i'm gonna cheer myself up by going on asos and spending 100 pounds on stuff 
the hit, the dopamine hit from that lasts for about five minutes. Yeah. Then a parcel arrives. It doesn't fit. You try it on. It's not well made. It just makes you feel absolutely terrible. So the key, I think, with shopping online is goes back to the whole thing of individual retailers and boutiques. And if you know them, you get to know them. They do lovely stuff for you. Like, for example, if you really like a dress and they don't have it in, and you are talking to them next time they have it they will reserve it for you and they will send it to you like that's the service that we are really missing and we've kind of got into this space of pre-covid piling it high spent like buying it for dirt and then we don't appreciate actually the value of clothes so and the other thing is that people don't do a lot is go to a tailor so when i suggest this to people they're always like Mm -hmm. what that that what's that you can get there's a there's a, a service called clothes doctor that will actually take your stuff from your house oh, that's good. and yeah, repair it in certain areas that's- yeah and it doesn't cost very much but it makes your clothes last and if you wear your clothes i think it's nine months longer than you normally would you'd save 30 percent of its carbon footprint so it's really worth doing yeah and i didn't know i only oh, sorry i only found out the other day um, through actually Becky, Becky Barnstyle. Um, I don't know if you saw this, but you know when we order extra sizes, um, I kind of knew, but I wasn't as aware, that when we send them back, they, t- they end up in landfill, most yeah. of them. They mm-hmm. don't actually, unless it's a sustainable brand, let's talk, let's shout out the great sustainable yeah. brands out yeah. there. But generally, you, if we order three sizes and send two sizes back, they won't then get bagged up and sent out to somebody else. I, well, I read an article this week. Um, I, I'll see if I can um, find it and share it. But ASOS have actually done a whole piece about their returns process because they were getting a bad rap. And they right. were actually saying, this is not true. That they've got a whole team of people that purposely deal with returns, steam everything, repackage and put back. I don't know how they got... I don't know why they were specifically picked out for the bad rap, but mm. they've been doing some PR around the fact mm. that they don't. But I agree with you. Returns is absolutely a nightmare for um, for boutiques, for retailers and stuff like that. But if there was a unified sizing across brands, mm. we wouldn't be in this position no. anyway. And if they did that, that would be a big contribution to sustainable fashion anyway mm-hmm. i think yeah. um so do you have any online well, I, have, I have not shopped with zara uh, one of my first experiences with zara online was and thankfully i had bought it on a credit card but it never arrived the the guy who he just signed and it, it was nonsense it went on for about two or three months and the credit card actually eventually had to um repay me and Zara wouldn't wouldn't take any um responsibility so and then of course with Zara you can buy I'm actually wearing funnily enough this is a pair of Zara trousers but I bought the same pair in three different colors as a test and one as a size 10 one didn't fit as a size 12 and this is just in the three different colors so you would assume their fit model would work because it's the same style of trouser it didn't make any sense so I actually did not shop because I didn't like the way that it was delivered. I didn't like this customer service. Um, and um, yeah, the, the whole landfill issue is for me a major problem because I don't know whether it may or may not end up like that because you just 
too much to have to restock it. So again, uh, I have been shopping much more with um, obviously sustainable brands, but much smaller boutiques and brands that have been online because I wanted to support them as much as possible. But mm. I love the customer service. For, as you were saying, Sam, if, I'm, if something that I really, really wanted wasn't in my size, they would come back to me and say, okay, someone's just returned it and we'll get it out yeah. to you. And that for me, that's my, my top, top of mind hit. <laughs> because I know I'm, I'm helping someone's business and I'm buying something that is possibly, well, it's definitely going to fit me um, because I know that they how their sizing works. Um, their packaging comes in an ethical manner. So all of that, um, and I know I don't have to return anything. So yeah, the, the whole element of that gives me a really, really good feeling. And I end up with something that I'm going to have in my wardrobe for years that I love. Mm. I'm finding now that there's going to be some brands that I purchased last year that I'm going to have no choice now but to go to their store. And in the context of it is the whole Brexit thing. So I've purchased a couple of times from Anim Bing. Yeah. That European store yeah. will now charge us customs and duty on, to, on our delivery. And let's be honest, it's a premium brand. I'm already paying a lot of money for the product. I don't want to be paying extra. So now I'm going to have what I call purpose days of probably going into London purely for the premium brands I want to buy from that I know are not bringing their product in from the UK. Because I want to, I think I'm, I could be wrong here. I think Suzanne might be another one that you might have to pay extra for and stuff. Yeah, so, so for me now, there's going to be some online brands because of the custom and customs and duty factor. I, I won't be able to buy from. We, you just don't want to add that on top of. Well, well, often I mean, the return with a brand like how... it's it's already um, quite a big spend. I think Lizzie mentioned something. I noticed on the comments that she said some of the smaller brands, where are the items coming from? Are the actual items from smaller brands sustainable as well? I mean, I think that's something that I've been looking into really about my, the products I'm buying. It's about sustainability. It's about um, ethical fashion. And it's about something that I know is going to last and is going to be in my wardrobe for ages that, you know, is kind on the planet and, you know, so. I don't know. I, I, sorry, the, the question went so fast. I couldn't pick up yeah, on no. that. But yeah, it's something you have to look at all around. It's not just the big high street stores that are doing it. I mean, we have to look at where any and everything that we buy comes from and, and understand how do they treat the people that are creating it. And I mean, it's, it's a huge topic. It probably needs its own. <laughs> but, yeah. I mean, Sam, you probably, in, in, from your editor side of the business, you probably get a chance to talk a lot about sustainable fashion with the brands that you, that you put in your magazines. How much do you think, because I've been a product manager for years, you can easily put something that's organic when only like 10% of it is mm -hmm. organic. How much do you think is marketing hype and how much do you think some brands are really going the extra mile? Honestly, I think some of it is marketing hype. I'm working at the moment with a vegan leather brand uh, bag company. And what I love about them is they've said exactly what their material is. They've said that they're striving to be 100% sustainable, you know, consciously, ethically sourced. And they've given all of that information up front. And it's all there on their website to yeah. see. Whereas a lot of the times things say, I mean, H&M is one that gets accused of this a lot, greenwashing, where they will yeah. say, you know, it's sustainable, it's sustainable. And actually, it might be 
plastic, which is even perhaps even worse. Mm. There's a big argument at the moment going on about vegan leather and what actually that means. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I do always tend to, if I'm writing about something, ask about where it's been sourced and where it's come from and what that actually means because there is a lot of that and there's a lot of that also with workers so international women's day obviously was monday there was a big issue around some of these fast fashion retailers who were putting out these t-shirts that were like girls together women support women and they're being made by women in factories that are paying them like 50p an hour i mean that's just not it's on all of us i wouldn't buy it's completely against message i have in the past but i'm like this is just profiteering based on you know on something completely different so yeah I was I wasn't prepared to get involved with any of that this year no it's wrong it's not and you know it's up to all of us to it's very well you know putting this message out that women support women actually what what matters most is what you do off camera right is what we do behind a screen yeah exactly Instagram's a highlight reel we all know that it's actually what we do off here that really counts. Janine, do you do you find now, and it's, I mean, with your clients, I'm assuming mm-hmm. you've been helping them a bit more from an online perspective mm-hmm. these days. Mm-hmm. Are they actually asking more about the sustainable side? Uh, honestly, probably not. I probably mention it more. And I think when I do talk to people, they do start going, yeah, I do want to be more sustainable in their choices. I think people do get very confused and think, you know, there's there's one area that, you know, they start here, they think they need to end up here and be like an eco warrior. And I like it can just be small changes, yeah. really the small changes that you can make. You know, you don't have to feel like you've got to go the, the whole nine yards as such. You know, if you're just really looking in your wardrobe and making those pieces work for you or not like sam was saying or more of a longevity and rather than the throwaway society that i think we were all becoming you know how many times you had charity bags come through the doors and how many times in in previous years i'm going to put my hands up have i easily been able to fill a charity bag full of stuff that i probably have worn once or twice you know, that I've gone into, let's just call it out as someone like Primark or somewhere, you know, and thought, great, these are all bargains, hardly worn them, gone off them, and off they go. Gone of the days of me doing that. And that's kind of where I try and educate people more now. And people are grasping it. And I think the past year has accelerated it, because I think most people have realised they don't need half the amount that they thought that they did. I think people are going to get excited about going out and who isn't going to get excited about having new pieces and going out again. But I think we all realise that we don't need as much. And I certainly think as I've got older, I realise I would rather have the quality rather than the quantity as well. So I think that's another thing. Uh, But in saying that, my daughter's only 17 and she's hugely into, you know, recycling. They're hugely into like Depop and Vinted. And, you know, vintage clothes, you know, that is where she will look. She thinks nothing of going on there and buying something that's secondhand. How brilliant is that? Yeah, no, I think it's brilliant. My nieces are all kind of sort of sharing that. Yeah. I miss, I don't know about you, maybe you girls are doing it and that, but I know in my 20s or my very early 20s, particularly when I lived with my foster sister and and we girlfriends around all the time and that, I don't even know what clothes I owned. We shared between us so much in the arguments about, no, that's, I bought that blouse or I bought those pair of jeans. I don't have that in my life today. And I do wonder whether that's something I need to bring back with my nearest and dearest. Is there a way we can mix our clothes? 
so we so that the clothes get more worn rather than just hanging in a cupboard yeah we share clothes I'm sure you my daughter, daughter. If, if she's watching, she'll go, no, we don't. There's some things, believe me, I wouldn't wear. But I found quite a number of my sweatshirts uh, suddenly disappear and a jumper I saw being worn to sixth form the other day that was mine. So, yeah, it does happen. You can do it. And I think people suddenly, I think that's changing again. Years, years ago, it didn't used to be. I mean, God, I don't think I would have worn any of my mum's clothes. But I do think the generation gap isn't quite as divided, if that makes sense. I'm not going to start walking around in skinny crop tops and things like that. No. Don't get me wrong. Well, you know where I'm coming from. Yeah. But you know, so you've got a sister. Do you, do you tend to do that with your sister a bit? Yeah, I've got two sisters, oh. actually. Oh, wow. um, yeah, So, but obviously, I unfortunately, I don't live near them and I haven't seen them. And I really miss them so much. I just miss, you know, that female... I think because I was brought up in a house of females, I just miss being with women, like properly being in a room with women it's magical um but yes we do i have actually got a pile of stuff here for them for when i see them and i do it with some of my friends too we'll i'll give them stuff that and actually um yeah i've done it with like work colleagues before i think it's it, it but the 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 only problem is when you see it on them and then you're like oh, actually i want that i want that <laughs> 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 yeah you're like it looks terrible on you no that's awful trying to get it back from them yeah. maybe it should be a lone system yeah, for like swap. two months and then you can see how like they sold it <laughs> and then you can and then you swap yeah. back and, you, and then you've kind of got new inspiration yeah, of what you I can do with that, that. But there was an initiative by uh, Balkan that um, the Thistle Edit um, had uh, for the, the Izzy dress. And I loved seeing how it went around the same dress yeah. different women styled in completely different ways. I just thought that was a really genius idea. So maybe that is something that we can start up. Everybody loves a hashtag. So you, know, you put something <laughs> behind it, get a hashtag moving, and we can get the clothes going around. But yeah. one thing I, I have realized in terms of shopping, um, I mean, I, I think I've really educated myself over the last year and a half about sustainability and ethical fashion and whatever else. And I've realized there's, there's only so many places that we can wear the stuff. So I've tried to reduce in that sense. Also, I don't have any sisters near me and I don't have daughters. So I don't know where all my earrings and my handbags going to go to, but I need to stop because there aren't enough days to wear them. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I think that that is kind of slowing me down quite a bit as well. My husband's like, God. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, let's move conversations on to what I think is a super fun topic. We're all married women, so I think the dating scene is definitely over for us. But let's talk about other people's love lives. I don't know, after a year being locked in with them. <laughs> yeah, I'm filing for divorce. So, yeah. so, I know I have some girlfriends and, um, and people I know that over the last year found themselves single again and you know and are doing a lot of online chat and probably very eager to meet up with people in in the real world but how do you take yourself from online to real life without scaring that other partner off on the first day so Janine I'm coming to you so Okay, so you've been behind the camera, probably been dressing from here up, haven't you? Exactly. First thing I'd say is you could go on a real date, ditch the joggers, 
ditch the jogging <laughs> pants, you know. It has to be the whole look. But I think what you need to do is make sure you're still yourself. I was thinking, you know, if I was, if I was going back out on a date again, the last thing I want to do is come across as somebody that I'm not. And I think there can be a temptation in going out on a date or going out in general to like dress maybe diff maybe very, very different style than you would feel comfortable in yeah. um, because you want to impress. But I think you could still dress like you and feel comfortable. The last thing you want to be doing is going out and fiddle about with something as well that you're fidgeting in all evening because you don't feel comfortable or you're putting on an impression of, of somebody that actually when they dig a little bit deeper that you're not that person. But, I think you want to go out feeling, you know, like the best version of ourselves to use that cliche that we hear so much. And I feel like real simple elegance is the way forward. Nothing OTT. And I think you can't go wrong with something like, I mean, we always used to say jeans and a nice top. Now on a, on a date, I think there are some great jeans that you could wear on a first date, depending on where you're going, of course, with a nice silky cami with like a, a tux blazer or something nice. over the top, you know, just keep it kind of sort of that nice vibe, but not too OTT, depending on whether you're going to a, a posh restaurant, you might want to wear a really nice dress. But you could also think about the colour that you're going to wear as well. I mean, red is obviously all about romance and rah, rah, room and get that energy going. And, and you know, you. Sam. Yeah. Um, or, you know, if you're feeling nervous, wear blue, because blue is going to be really calming oh. for you and for the, for the guy. So, or the woman, depending on what kind of date you're going on. Um, silk blouse, I think there's nothing. There goes, there goes my front door now. <laughs> That's my ring doorbell. Um, you know, a silk blouse with a nice pair of sort of high waist trousers, something like that, scrappy sandals in the summer. Change up the bag as well. Don't take your normal daytime handbag. Take a clutch mm. or something out. I like you. a clutch. I yeah. do have a clutch daytime anyway of a weekend. That's, nice. Mm. I you think know, that's quite nice. Yeah. Well, you, yeah. Oh, there we go again. Someone at my front door. Lovely. It's probably a delivery. Do you need to No, no, no. Oh. Gary's downstairs. Um, yeah. So, And I also think don't overlook the hair and makeup. I know that's a simple thing. But, you mm. know, a good, good makeup, good lip, good hair. We all... God, we're craving good hair again, aren't we? We're craving the hairdressers and that. All those little things just add up, don't they? To give you the confidence. Because ultimately, you want that confidence. When you've been hiding behind a screen meeting somewhere, you're going out to meet them for the first time. You want to feel the most confident. And a beautiful scent. Oh, I was going to say that. Lovely perfume. Yes. So good, oh. yeah. 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 Nothing overpowering, but just something that yeah. leaves like a little reminder of you. As yeah. You Oh God, do you remember the overpowering sense it used to be about years ago, like poison? Angel. Like oh, oh, hang on. Duke was the one. Oh, Duke. Every, Duke was like, just every 17-year-old boy stunk of it. Like, yeah. I've got you schools. Would, you never forget that I've been in the room. If I walk the dog. Brings back bad memories. Yeah. <laughs> you can tell you can tell the ones that started dating because as I walk the dog up the road, any of the schoolboys that walk past with loads of aftershave on you think, oh he's got a girlfriend. That's my son. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, anything? I love how you've changed both of you. Do you know you you're talking about in terms of date night for people who've obviously who's single, but I was just talking to my husband the other day. I went, at some point, I would like to see you suited and booted again. Thank you, because I love that. <laughs> <laughs> We've all got two casual. Times. We have, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. 
tough. I feel like <laughs> I kind of not catfish my husband, as it were, but I feel like <laughs> the first like six months, I you know looked like I would on Instagram behind the scenes. I mean, he the other day I had like my hair up like this, no makeup on, and he was like, "If your followers could see you now, right?" <laughs> What would they think? So I do feel there is a little bit of that. It's a little, there is a little bit of pressure, isn't there? Like with Instagram and everything to always show up and look a certain way, I suppose. And yeah, it, it, it and not just with, if you're going out on a date, but even if you're meeting women in real life. Yeah, so yeah. especially if they kind if they like recognize you from, they've seen you on Instagram, they follow you on Instagram and they see you and you, and then in your head, you're like, Oh my God, I'm wearing a tracksuit this is really embarrassing <laughs> there's a lot of pressure but yeah just being yourself I think is win them over with your personality that's what I always try exactly. and do well doesn't work if anyone is <laughs> my stories it'll go from like okay I'm all dressed and then the next one will be like oh good god who is that I think our community it's like yeah I think people like to see the real you. That's what stories are about. And I think actually, I quite often say this to um, to my corporate work colleagues when, when they talk to me about Instagram and that. I love what goes on more a bit behind from the squares. I like the Insta stories and I like all the DMs when people are interacting, especially on when they help me make my purchases and then they see it arrive and then you do the unboxing mm. and then I tell them whether I like it or not and whether it goes back. So I, I like that connection. Coming back to the dating. So did any of you meet your husbands through online dating? No. No. I met mine at work. Oh, I, I, I hate to I would be, I, yeah. I would be the official cat lady, as I already am, if it was that way. I, I, I could, I couldn't do it. Sorry, so really? I take my head off. So that's how I met my husband. Oh wow! On my dating. Did you? Wow. Yes. So way before, way before it was on apps or anything. So it's it's coming up fifteen years ago. So. I remember one friend just said to me, "Will you just get over yourself and, and, and get a profile. <laughs> and um, the first few months was terrible. And, and I do have two tips for anyone who is heading out. Two oh. tips. First one, never wear any, any jacket that's super expensive. So one of my very first dates, I wore a very expensive leather jacket. And within 10 minutes of meeting this person, I wanted to leave. And I could have done by going to the ladies because it was on the exit. <laughs> but I couldn't take my jacket and there was no way I was leaving my expensive jacket. So I had to endure the whole evening just purely for the jacket. Right, so if it had been a 30 quid faux leather number, <laughs> I'd have ditched it. You just walked out. <laughs> my other tip is actually have your first date in, an, in the afternoon have a coffee date yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. coffee that, date. it's a game changer and and that's how yeah. i met my husband and we both i wore jeans a polar neck um it was winter time and i had a long tweed coat and i think he was in jeans and a jumper but it's so much more relaxed in that mm -hmm. way takes and the coffee, edge off hey it takes the edge off and also no the, pressure the really well yeah just take it into dinner yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, we didn't, but yeah, you did. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, what would so if you were going out on a date, 
and you're meeting a man or a lady for the first time, but you're meeting a partner for the, what would you be expecting from them to be wearing? I mean, Janine, what do you think? Do you, do you think they should be their ultimate best? Yeah, or? I mean, I think that depends, doesn't it, on how your own vision of what you've got in your head. But yeah, I would be disappointed if I turned up for a date, even yeah. if I went out now with my hubby for a date and he didn't make a bit of an effort, which he always does. Mm. It's kind of what you, you're going to, for want of a better word, kind of judge person, that person on that, aren't you? If they turn up and they haven't made an effort, I'd be thinking... Okay, that's how serious you're taking well, it. That's your first appearance. Your yeah, appearance. I mean, I'm not expecting somebody to turn up in a tux if, if I'm going, going for coffee, but you know, I'd expect them not to turn up like just as if they come off the builder's yard or something like that, for instance. You yeah. don't want that officer and a gentleman moment where it's the, the, the whole officer seat. Oh my God, I'd love well. the officer and <laughs> a gentleman moment. Who wouldn't want that? And uh, the whole pretty woman Richard Gear moment wouldn't wouldn't mind that either. <laughs> but um, yeah, all the money take, I would very much like that. Please. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But, um, that's right. Yeah. Some people. It depends what you what you look for in a partner, doesn't it? Some people love the rough and ready look, and that's fine. But for me, I me like shoes. I like a man to have really good pair of shoes on. I'm a that's, bit yeah. Kitty on has that. the same thing. Nice shoes and I, nice I, shoes. I agree with yeah. Um, like hands, not but like clean, clean. Yeah, um, I can't say manicured because mine aren't either. Um, but clean shoes, neat shoes, yeah, <laughs> big thing. Yeah, but Sam, what about you? Do you know what? I think that it's probably quite hard for men dating because us as women we're having this conversation we're kind of very community spirited we help each other out if I don't know what to wear I can always just message one of you and be like does this look okay um whereas men there's not so much of that for them so it actually must be quite difficult if you're a man going on a date you probably got you're just you're you're probably worrying as much as the woman is but you might not, your friends might think you're a bit lame if you're messaging them yeah. saying, I've got a date, what, should I wear this, should I wear that? Like, so get yourself. Yeah, get yourself. Yeah, an honest like friend mm. or a stylist or, you know, to, to help you with those, okay. with those things, I suppose. Um, because it must be quite, it must be quite tough. And even like my husband, I mean, I now we're kind of in the habit where, nice stuff I'll buy him or we'll go out shopping together and I'll be like that would look good on you this would look nice on you so he's not always wearing his West Brom football <laughs> all the time because <laughs> yeah that's what he'd be that's what he'd like live and die in if it was up to him um so yeah I think it must be quite hard for men in that situation because we we all have each other mm. and we know that whereas for men it's you know it's very much like you you'd more probably focus on maybe what you're going to say or like what the woman looks like and all that sort of stuff rather than what do I wear I want to make a good impression yeah, mm. yeah. yeah no I agree I agree mm. so wow I've run out of questions so unless anyone <laughs> wants to take the chat on but um thank you ladies for joining in I hope you enjoyed you. it I loved it. Good, good, good. And I hope you all have a lovely Friday afternoon. It's, well, it's a few hours away till gin o'clock, but I'm definitely on countdown for that. And um, have a lovely, lovely weekend. Thank you. you. Too. Lovely, lovely to catch up with you all. 
All right. Love that. I can't wait to see you in real life as well. Yes. Like to do this in real life will be oh, we the dream. Oh, in, what would it be? Oxford, Milton, maybe Bicester Village. Thanks for listening to this episode of Fashion Fix Live. We really do appreciate you spending the time with us for all the fashion chat. You can follow all of us on Instagram. Samantha is at Samantha Style Editor. Janine is at Own Your Own Style UK. And Zahn, all things Zahn. And I'm Lizzie Richardson, your host for Fashion Fix Live and my style blog, Loved by Lizzie. See you again soon. Bye for now.